It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Raptors, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hey, how's it going? Welcome to episode number 562 of Locked On Raptors for Friday, September 6th. I'm your host, Sean Woodley of RaptorsHQ.com. You can find me on Twitter, as always, at Woodley. Sean, find the show at Locked On Raptors, where you can find links to every single episode of the podcast. And, of course, make sure you're checking out the Locked On Podcast Network. Super busy time on the network right now. If you are a fantasy basketball fan, you can listen to me on the Locked On Fantasy Toronto Raptors preview. That dropped yesterday, so you can listen to that to get all your Raptors-related fantasy advice. Uh, Also, if you're an NFL fan, uh, you can uh, find the team focus shows. You can listen to Locked On NFL Fantasy. You can listen to the Locked On NFL National Show. No shortage of stuff for you over there if you are a football person. And uh, we got baseball as well. If you are a fan of one of the baseball teams who is in the running for a pennant, make sure you're checking out the Locked On MLB shows corresponding to the teams that are involved. All right, on today's show. It's, uh, I guess, an annual tradition now. It's the second time we've done this. Joining me is uh, the, the purveyor of basketball feelings, the, uh, the, the, the foremost authority on NBA player summer vacations. It's Katie Heidel to talk about the Raptors summer vacations once again. Katie, how are you? I'm great, and I love that I'm just prolonging through podcasts and anywhere I can, prolonging summer, squeezing every last drop. In your real life, how have you been squeezing last drops of summer this week? Have you been at all? Mm, ref- yeah, refusing to wear pants, shorts <laughs> only, um, and generally just not dressing appropriately, I'd say. Oh, man. I know we have differing opinions on like hot weather and stuff. <laughs> I like I like the vibes of summer very much. I had myself a very good summer where I was on the beach a lot. That was lovely. It was also a Nova Scotia beach where it was not super hot, which was delightful. Um, I'm currently wearing a sweater, a Raptors championship sweater, that is. Uh, and it's so cozy. I wore, I've worn pants like four days this week, even when it's maybe been a little bit too warm for pants. I am not squeezing the last little bit out of summer. I am uh, preemptively jumping on autumn as soon as I possibly can because it's the best season, uh, although it is not the best time, for NBA summer vacations, unfortunately. Uh, which is that we're, That's what we're here to talk about today. Katie, congratulations on finishing another summer of NBA summer vacation watch this time for Yahoo Sports. If people have not checked it out, please go read the back catalog. It's fantastic. Uh, what were your findings from this year? Did you learn anything about summer vacation this year? Was it a particularly strong year for NBA summer vacations? Uh, how did it all go down? 
It was extremely strong, I gotta say. Um, it was probably the strongest summer yet in my this the third summer covering it. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if that's just people like players getting really into their work life balance, really treating themselves right in the short summers that they have, but everybody was taking pretty good vacations, which made my job a lot easier. Yeah, I mean, you don't want guys doing the uh, who who had a really bad vacation. It was Kevin Love had weird vacations. I don't know if they're necessarily bad. They were just weird, where he was like shirtless on a snowmobile and like hanging out with horses in a barn. Right? <laughs> was there anyone who had a like bad Kevin summer Love, vacation? No, I mean Kevin Love had like a fine summer vacation. Uh-huh. Like he he, it's like obviously that's influenced by my own feelings about Kevin Love and maybe like trying a little too hard on summer vacation. But arguably, like Kevin Love was on summer vacation most of the summer so huh. to some people that's good um no i think this uh this summer was weirdly blessedly absent of the notorious bad vacation takers which are the plumleys um <laughs> matthew delvadova uh generally like most australians and yeah everybody else like did a pretty good job there was some like working out in pools like dennis schroeder was like doing push-ups a lot of push-ups beside this like beautiful pool in Greece where it was kind of like, all right, cool it. Like you don't need to do that. (laughs) And the only vacation content we got from Kevin Durant was him playing basketball in a pool, but it's part of his like rehabilitation. So that I think you can let slide. Yeah, I suppose that's not very vacation. Was it like a cool pool or was it like a pool in like a workout? Yeah, it was a nice facility. No, it was like an outdoor pool. It looked like a, a pool, like someone's vacation home. Okay. So I hope he got like a little bit of vacation in. <laughs> he could have gone to like the Singapore Infinity Pool, like Eric Gordon did. Yeah, only Eric fun. Gordon went to that pool. Thank <laughs> God. <laughs> if people are not familiar, yeah. If people are not familiar, Eric Gordon may or may not have spent twenty-four straight hours in a pool in Singapore at the top of a building. I'm not here to judge people's vacations, what they want to do with their time. But, you know, you don't want to be pruney. <laughs> you got you to gotta mix it, it up, Eric pretty Gordon. fresh. That's, yeah. <laughs> Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly... Everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Um, so the Toronto Raptors, their summer vacations, mm-hmm. from what I've seen, were by and large excellent. And it seemed like they all took advantage of the, I think, sort of release that comes with winning the title and the lack of pressure to constantly improve and the lack of pressure to come back and get in the gym quick and improve on what you failed at in the regular in the, in the playoffs. It seemed like everyone was pretty liberated this summer. And that's what we're going to talk about on today's show. We're just going to talk about the Raptors' summer vacations. We'll talk about the best ones. We'll talk about, uh, I think, probably an inordinate amount of aquatic creatures because those popped up a few times in uh, Raptors' Instagram <laughs> feeds. But uh, overall, 
Do you think the Raptors properly enjoyed summer vacation enough after winning the title? How does it compare to, say, the Warriors after they won the title last year? Did they have a good collective team summer as uh, as summer vacationers? Yeah, the Raptors really went into their summer vacations with a champion's attitude, mm-hmm. a champion's mentality. Um, I think it was like led extremely well by... Pascal Siakam, Fred Van Vliet, Norman Powell, but like supremely by Serge Ibaka, <laughs> uh, who like took off immediately. I want to say like the week, once like all the champion stuff died down, championship stuff died down, he just left. He went to, first he was in Italy mm-hmm. for quite a long time. And then he was there for like three weeks, and then I thought, all right, he's probably going to take a bit of a break. But no, he went right to Greece. He went to Mykonos. He like chilled out on the beach a lot. He had this beautiful villa. There was a lot of pictures and videos of him doing that dance that he did. I hope everyone remembers because I haven't forgotten. But that dance he did the night they won the championship, which if people hopefully remember, is he had like a bottle of wine and he was just like alone in what looked like a wedding that he crashed and he was just kind of shimmying from side to side. He did that a lot on vacation. (laughs) (laughs) Could it also be said that he did that dance in a way when he was in Italy trying to dodge the sun? Was it something similar to that dance? I can't really recall (laughs) the movements of it, but... (laughs) He didn't do like... I wouldn't call it a dance, but it was with a certain level of finesse. But he, he did this weird it was like he was just playing a, a fun game but i think he was just like having a good time but he he pretended like if he was i don't know a vampire or something um and he was like prancing around the back canals of venice and wherever there was like a shadow throne he would kind of walk in the shadows of these old ancient buildings and then if he ever like popped into the sun he'd quickly run out but he liked it he did it a full day there was a lot of videos I, yeah, I was really, and I think you were also with me in that. I was pretty sure Serge was going to be the summer vacation MVP early on yes. in the campaign. Yes. And, I mean, between the triangle sunglasses, between the just, like, constant state of, I won't say drunk, but just, like, nicely <laughs> tipsy. Like, just, like, a nice tipsiness at all times. It just felt like he was kind of winning it. And then I think he maybe cut it short a little bit and was working out, I think, a little bit earlier than a lot of other guys in the team were. I think while, and we'll get to Pascal and Fred and their travels, but I think while those guys were still sort of off doing stuff, Fred Serge was already kind of back working towards next season, and maybe that's where, like, let me put it this way, Katie. I don't want to accuse you of recency bias or anything because <laughs> your eventual MVP was very strong, uh, in Mike Scott, people read the column. I'm sorry to just have just spoiled it, but Mike Scott's the summer league MVP. Got chased by birds with a baguette in his hand. It's all very, very good. He deserved it. But I wonder, had Serge's vacation taken place in August as opposed to late June, early July, would he have gone home with summer league with summer vacation MVP, or was Mike Scott just that strong down the stretch? Yeah, I'm sorry to say that Mike Scott was just a stronger candidate in the end. (laughs) Um, There was, like, Serge's vacations, much like Serge, were, like, immaculate and beautiful (laughs) with, like, a little bit of goofiness thrown in, which I, you know, I greatly respect and I think we've come to expect from him. Mm. But the the Mike Scott thing, there was, like, an extreme, like, unpredictable nature 
to like his antics and the vacations he was taking. Some weren't vacations. It was just like, you know, I eat commandeering an ice cream truck and like driving it and giving around out free ice cream. Mm -hmm. So there was just kind of like an unpredictability. Um, and you know, I only can judge what I can see. So maybe Serge did some unpredictable things. Um, I would have loved to have seen that could have tipped, tipped the scales in his favor. But I mean, Serge was definitely the, the second runner up. Yeah. Strongest, strongest other vacation of the summer. I think. Well, that's encouraging, and it's, I mean, I feel like Surge probably, I can't remember back to recent years, but is Surge sort of usually pretty strong when it comes to summer vacation? Like, he's not really slacking, he's not taking years off typically, is he? No. Yeah. If you'll remember, last, I don't, it wasn't last summer, last summer he went home to the Congo, but he was dancing on an extremely long and narrow canoe. Yes. But the year before that was when he, there was an amazing video of him dancing on the back of a yacht to Rihanna. <laughs> um, and like every summer since, he just like dances on boats. So yeah, he's like, he's very good at summer. He's like very naturally at home in that season. Um, if anything, I think he kind of packed it in a little bit early because he just got some pretty great accolades. He was just voted, I think like he got, he's in New York right now uh-huh. for... Is it for Vanity Fair or Vogue? It's Vanity Fair, yeah. Yeah, he's coming up. And then Vogue had something about him, too. Um, Toronto Life, which is just like a rag, but still they had something about him, too. (laughs) He's getting a lot of just, like, best-dressed awards and finally recognition for how good he looks all the time. So maybe he just wanted to get a bit more cut for these uh, (laughs) award ceremonies. I mean, who could blame him? I, I don't know how much more cut he could get, but I guess True. do what you got to do, Serge, I suppose. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Uh, So this was a very in-character summer for him. Was there anyone on the Raptors whose summer, because maybe being buoyed by the championship, was out of character, a little bit different than what they typically uh, churn out in terms of their summer vacation production? Yeah, I say the big three are Norm, Fred, and Pascal. Pascal, because he didn't go on vacation at all last summer. No. He was just, like, working out hard and playing in, like, any tournament that would have him. Mm-hmm. Um, because, obviously, look what it got him. It uh-huh. was totally worth it. Uh, but he also, like, started right away. He just went on vacation. But he went on vacation, not just at first. He, like, consistently went on a couple of vacations, but throughout it, still managed to get gigantic. <laughs> Wait, I haven't seen so I haven't seen Big Pascal yet. Oh wow. Well you're in for a treat. Uh, well, I'm gonna look him up. Mongus. He's huge. Carry on, I'm gonna look him up, but okay. carry on. <laughs> <laughs> waiting with like my breath held for your reaction. <laughs> um so Pascal, like I was glad to see it because I feel like if anyone they all deserved it, but like knowing that last summer he didn't really get an opportunity to like take it easy mm-hmm. uh, it was nice to see him having such a a good time um fred is also like a dude i think we're used to 
working extremely hard in any downtime that he has. Mm-hmm. But whether I'd say like probably because of the championship, probably because he's got two kids now, he's like appreciating his downtime more. It seems like he's like he. I think he feels more comfortable in it. Um, so he like took his whole family, like extended family, on a couple trips, mm-hmm. uh, as well as going on some solo trips. Mm-hmm. Um, the most recent of which he. <laughs> is like in the ocean, uh, like in the Cayman Islands, cradling some type of ray, stingray, manta ray, something really big. It's definitely Maybe. a stingray. Okay, you've yeah. studied the photo. <laughs> yeah. It's a, I, well, well, I think, you know, that you know how at the, um, like the aquarium, they have like a stingray pool where they uh-huh. sort of have the, the stinger sort of like capped. They're not. I don't think they hurt the animals or anything. They just have like a cap on them, so they can't just like whip around and sting people at, at random. Um, but uh, the thing with those those is like it's not just the points of them. Like if you remember, R.I.P. the crocodile hunter. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was like uh, impaled. Like they can shoot their tails off. So I think if like with enough force, mm-hmm. you could still get it. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty badly. I've watched a lot of river monsters. <laughs> you know, so you know. Yeah, there's a actually this ray looks it's not a manta ray for sure cuz manta rays are enormous. Definitely some sort of stingray. Um but the tail looks a little bit more sort of like a like a fish's tail as opposed to a stingray's tail. So maybe some sort of like hybrid ray fish thing. If anyone out there is a marine biologist listening, mm-hmm. please um get at us. I do like that the place is called Stingray City. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. There's no mincing words over what you're getting when you go there. Um, but yeah. I also want to point out the amazing straw hat he's wearing. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Which I hope he keeps because it really suits him. Um, but yeah, he's just like having a real moment with that thing. He is. Um, uh, you ever get really happy? You ever get thrown off uh, when you're going through his photos? He was in China, I believe, holding a camp in China, if I'm not mistaken. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah. there's a couple of photos where he's next to, I believe it's his brother. Uh, his brother was there, I think, at the parade too. Uh, they look shockingly alike, but not alike at all. Does that make sense? Like yeah. they've, they've, <laughs> they've fixed that. Like they've shaved their faces to be identical, and they look like they're from the same family. Except Fred is about a third the size of his brother. <laughs> and it's, uh, I don't know, it's just interesting to look at. That's all. <laughs> These are my observations of Fred Summer. No, it's true. It's true. He's like a mini. He is like a mini version of this bro. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. He had a good time on that trip too. He seemed to really enjoy China. He had a lot more like photos as moments mm-hmm. of him like posted up on the Great Wall. One of them balancing on the side in a squat, which I didn't really like because I was like, you could just fall off. That's mm-hmm. how people die now. <laughs> doing it for the gram, you know. <laughs> Was there anyone on uh, summer vacation watch that you were worried about their safety as you watched them? Yeah. I mean, not the Raptors, really. They played it pretty safe, which, you know, I feel like that. I know they're not Canadian, but I think we've had a good influence on them in that. <laughs> but a lot of dudes went to, like, Lake Como is, like, a huge de- popular destination, or was this summer. And, like, everybody, of course, is, like, driving beautiful speedboats. But there's Buddy Heald went... And he's the only photos he posted of him there are just him driving and texting. <laughs> and 
you could be like, well, it's a huge lake. Like, you could see stuff coming up on you. But the way those boats move, you know, they just kind of ricochet across the surface that, like, if you had to do something. I just, I didn't like that he was texting. Fair enough. Uh, Pascal Siakam, you mentioned he's also one of the big three from the Raptors this summer. He uh-huh. He's done a lot. He went to the Cayman Islands early on. That's where the starfish photo came in. I believe we talked about that yeah. on a previous episode. Uh, yes. Then he was in Cameroon hosting a camp, which is amazing. And then he, I don't know where he was, but he took a photo on like an ATV in the desert with like a cactus in the background and the ocean. It looked like oh. maybe the Atacama Desert. I'm not entirely sure the geography there, but I don't know. Do you have an idea of where he might have been there? You know, he could have been, he was working out a lot in um, L.A. Oh, okay. So this could just be like down, like, I don't know, just past Malibu or something. Yeah, yeah. Because a couple other dudes, I think what he, I think he might have like got tipped off. Um, I can't remember who, but I'm really sorry, everyone. But there was, there's been a lot of vacations. But there was another vacation of another basketball player who took all of his friends to what looked like the same location Mm -hmm. to ride around ATVs and dirt bikes. Oh, okay. Because one picture, one photo would be like the backdrop was like, oh, shit, they're in the desert. And the next would be like, wait, that's the beautiful ocean. (laughs) Um, But what I liked about this photo was it, it perfectly mirrors, which was a really nice way to end his summer vacation, one of the best first photos he took, which is him reclined on the, the front of a boat right. in the Cubans. Right. Uh-huh. I'm glad Pascal did it well. And I'm glad he worked in I, – I appreciate the guys who work in camps into their vacations as well. It's very cool. Also, it was the first time he'd gone back to Cameroon, right, since he left. Uh-huh. Yeah, so cool. it was. Yeah. Yeah, it's it amazing. was like a huge um, family reunion. They went to go visit – he went to go visit his dad's grave for the first time, like – Big big deal summer for Pascal. Very, very cool. Um, there was a wedding that took place. Patrick Patterson yes. <laughs> got married at Casa Loma. Pretty much all the Raptors were there. And like former Raptors, Kyle was there. Terrence Ross was in town. Um, Delon! What... <laughs> yeah, Delon was there. What could Delon you... What did you decipher from this wedding? Was this... Does... Okay, tell me. Do weddings count to summer vacation in the summer vacation watch criteria? Sometimes they do. Okay. Um, did Casaloma count? <laughs> this one didn't count. Okay. <laughs> it was too local. It was too local for me. Okay. No, I put it in. I put it in because um, the day before, I didn't know why he was in town, but Terrence Ross was in Kensington. Oh yeah, yeah. So I was like, "What's he doing?" So I did a little bit of a hook to be like, "Why is he here?" Oh yeah, he was here for the wedding. Um, I remember this now. Yeah. This this like photo that Norman Powell posted. Uh, I think it was Powell who posted it originally. Really delivered um, a beautiful moment through comments. Of Please DeRozan, explain. Like Lowry tagging DeRozan and being like, look at our dudes, like all grown up. Oh, and yeah. Like, yeah, I raised our boys to be upstanding men. <laughs> <laughs> I cried. A hundred percent. Oh. Um, yeah, I think, and the, what's funny is Paul George was also at this wedding, but I don't, I didn't really care. He didn't. <laughs> these guys had way more fun than Paul George. Why would he be? Oh, I guess Patterson played for the Thunder. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. I guess they were friends. Yeah. But I thought that's kind of you know funny given what's happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
awkward a little bit. <laughs> they don't seem to be minding. But yeah, so that was a good wedding. Um, your friend in mind, Blake Murphy, said that he saw the fireworks because he lives very close to Capitol. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a... Uh, these... That's, that's, is this, like, your sourcing? <laughs> you just uh, do it through... Do you, do you have, like... Have you seen Game of Thrones? Yes. Okay. Do you have networks of people, like little birds, who pass you <laughs> along tidbits of summer vacation that aren't available say, on the gram? Yes. Like, like I want to say I've got like concierges the world over at like exotic <laughs> resorts texting me like blurry photos of dudes checking in, but no, not yet. One day I aspire to that. Yeah, well, really, three, three, four years into this, there's plenty of room to grow for sure. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, Norm had himself a busy summer. He hung out with Norm? his dogs a lot. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I do want to like wind back to the beginning of summer, which is still probably one of the funniest moments of summer vacation because Norm went to Spain, uh-huh. and it was really like his first, like like a, a teenager's first like backpacking trip to Europe. <laughs> it felt like he didn't stay in hostels, but like you know, it was just like, what is this? But there there was a photo of him eating somewhere where he just got like a tray of plain bread, uh, a garlic knob, and like tomatoes not cut and it was just like on the middle of the table and i think he was just like in europe the food is just different (laughs) but i think he was getting trolled (laughs) i'm not seeing those pictures here maybe it was a story that was a story okay because the only ones i'm seeing he took uh over the course of a week uh one he's in barcelona and he's in like a he's in like the button-up uh, like burgundy design shirt with uh, like beige shorts. Mm-hmm. And he takes one picture and then a different picture from just like a 45 degree turn. <laughs> yeah. And then the next week he's in Ibiza and he does pretty much the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was also drunk like the whole time because all the moments were just him being like, yeah, and like yeah. doing his drunk smile with yeah. his like cr- crinkly closed eyes. Norm, whatever. Norm might be the easiest uh easiest raptor to tell when they're drunk oh yeah he's kind of like it tells in his eyes a little bit yeah and like, I, if, look i fully support no i mean gasol yeah you could tell but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um so we talked about the big three i'm curious about kyle lowry because kyle had himself a uh I think of anybody from the finals, his reputation shot up the most. His pressure meter is down the lowest it's ever been. Did Kyle Lowry get enough R&R this summer? Did he get enough vacation? Was he just hanging around with his kids too much? What, what were your thoughts on Kyle Lowry's vacation? Well, I would never say that. Okay. I would never say that about any player. Okay, not hanging around. like You were with your family. Yes, no, that's that's – I meant to hang out with the family like on beaches as opposed to – he's always going to hang out with his family. That's all he hangs out with, which is great. Um, but like I'm talking like does he – did he do it just on vacation or did he hang out with his family at home? No, we didn't like – Larry's pretty private. Like, yeah, all, yeah. Like, he's, he's also just like – I think he is a little bit removed from the social media habits of like guys that are maybe a couple years younger than him yeah um which is fine i think the earliest we like i had extremely high hopes when he went away right away with his family and then but then he was tweeting at the airline that lost his luggage (laughs) could they please find his luggage because he he went to spain they went to i think they were going into barcelona so i was Mm -hmm. like okay maybe gasol led them one of his villas 
mm-hmm. and we'd see some photos, but there weren't <laughs> any photos. The only kind of vacation-y photos that we got from Larry was he hosted a golf tournament Yes. Uh, outside of Vegas. But, you know, to me, golf is like negative points on summer vacation. <laughs> But Lowry looked extremely cute in his golf outfit, and he also looked very happy. So yeah, and like that ended up being pretty much all we got from him. So well, I, I guess said. he was rehabbing too, right? He had surgery, so yeah, probably yeah. cut into his summering a little bit. Yeah, um, I mean, I picture him just like enjoying some downtime with his family. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he went home to Philly. Like I, maybe they all went on a nice like beach vacay. We just didn't get to see the pics. How much rosé did Marcus Gasol drink? This summer. Well, to be honest, like I don't haven't heard from Microsoft all. Huh. all summer, so I'm a bit worried. But Pow had like a really good summer, so I think if anything was wrong or if we lost him somewhere <laughs> due to like extreme rose <laughs> intake, we we would have heard about it. Yeah, we haven't. Yeah, his last post was July 26. It was a picture of him. Uh, as a younger Portly fellow, and then him with the yeah. title uh, trophy, and then he posted another picture of him with the Larry Ob, and then he posted a, a video of the uh, Marcus All Live Aid. <laughs> oh, sorry, as the of the Queen Live Aid performance, and uh, saying this is what you made me feel like, Toronto, which is pretty yeah. cool. Which is nice. Yeah. Um, so he's playing in the FIBAs. I know you are a noted person who doesn't care about the FIBAs, but how well, have... I did care about the photo I saw of Marcus Sala at the FIBAs, though, because he's so tan. <laughs> he has, like, the glossiest black full beard. Mm-hmm. He looks really good. They all well, just look so... Once. Yeah. They <laughs> all just look so relaxed. It's so great. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Yeah, I wonder like if FIBA affected anybody in terms of their summer. Actually, this leads me to Nick Nurse because if anybody did not get any time to summer, I'm pretty sure it's Nick Nurse because he's been coaching Team Canada for longer than a month now since uh-huh. camp opened, and now he's in, he went to Australia, is in China now. Uh, are you concerned that Nick Nurse did not get enough vacation this summer? Yeah, but I'm concerned about it probably for a reason different than what you think. Okay. Uh- I'm concerned about it because when we left Nick Nurse, he was really riding the champ train hard. Mm-hmm. As you know, I was on a flight with him. Oh, right, yeah. League. Yep. Seemed kind of drunk. <laughs> As he should be. <laughs> and very, like, but I was like, okay, let's get this summer to get this, like, out of your system, Nick, because the team that you're getting is going to be real different yeah. than the team you've got last season so I want him to be serious and ready so I kind of wanted him to go crazy this summer to be honest right (laughs) Uh, and to not feel like he missed out on anything and I'm a little worried because he didn't really he's been working all summer I do wonder with coaches if coaches even like consider vacation as a thing that exists I'm sure some do I feel like Stan Van loves Stan Van loves vacations. But he's not coaching anymore, so I know, but even when he did, I mm. think he's like you know and but I mean for a vacation for him might just be sitting in his backyard eating a sandwich. <laughs> so maybe it's just like a different style of like downtime, right? You know, if you put chips on this sandwich it tastes <laughs> so much better, the textures are fantastic. 
Yeah, who are, I'm trying to think of like the most vacationist coach. <laughs> <laughs> I would typically think it would be Pop, but he's been coaching Team USA, so it can't be him. Pop, I feel like I feel like Loki Dwayne Casey mm. probably knows how to relax pretty well. Um, Steve Kerr a little bit. He's also with USA though, so. Oh, true. Yeah. Um, maybe Fizdale. <laughs> See, that guy strikes me as someone who has coach brain, which is also what I kind of get from Nick Nurse a little bit, where it's like their idea of vacation is watching film, (laughs) and that's not a healthy way to live. This is what all football coaches deal with. Are you familiar with uh, the Hugh Freeze situation going on right now, the guy who coached from a hospital bed in in the press box? Oh no! But I saw those photos. I just didn't understand them. Yeah, I don't. You shouldn't understand them. It's absolutely insane. Um, but like that is coach brain, where it's like I am deathly sick to the point that I'm in a hospital bed, but I must coach. And I kind of think that's what basketball coaches a lot of the time. Like I think on the podcast you did with Joey and Sean this week, Round Ball Rock, the question was brought up: Has Tom Thibodeau ever worn shorts? <laughs> and I think the answer was no. Oh, wait. I was thinking of those beautiful photos that I always go back to in my mind. <laughs> Young Tom Thibodeau in like his beautiful windbreaker, but he's wearing like windbreaker style pants, um, no shorts. Yeah. So I, I just, he doesn't seem to like vacation. I just kind of think coaches are wired in a frankly kind of troubling way where vacation doesn't even cross their minds because they're just constantly in coach mode. And so, I think Frank Vogel's going to go on vacation. He could go. I think he's going to take a very long vacation when he gets fired in July, or in, not July, in uh, January, and uh, horrible person Jason Kidd inevitably takes over. Yes, then yeah. he, might, he might take a pretty good vacation. Yeah. Um, and then finally, I think Ty Lue would like go on vacation if you just placed him on a beach, but then he'd be like, how do I get out of here? Where am I? Yeah. How do I get home? Well, this was like when the Raptors were playing the Magic in the first round. Steve Clifford struck me as a person who just, like, is disgusted by the idea of even taking a day off. (laughs) And, like, he had to actually take time off because his health was not particularly good a couple years back when he was with the Hornets. And I just don't know, maybe that was, like, a new lease on life thing for him and he was able to appreciate vacation after that. But I just don't get the vibe from him that he is excited to go lay on a beach somewhere it feels like he just wants to figure out lineup combinations where he can get both jonathan isaac and aaron gordon touches true yeah brett brown is also extremely tanned he's a very vacation coach yeah yeah he's like going somewhere to get those tans yeah i would have to take a vacation after uh Kawhi ended my season as well yeah (laughs) anyway back to our raptors yeah okay so we don't have that much more time but if there's a like sneaky good vacation that a raptor had, what was it and uh, and why was it sneaky good? <laughs> um, Malcolm Miller got a puppy, which is Ooh. like kind of a cute. It's not sneaky, but it was like it's been pretty cute to watch. Yeah. He really loves it. It's a really cute dog. Um No, I thought like maybe I was had like high hopes for Stanley Johnson. I thought he might like get up to some fun, um, and like same with all the new guys. But like I was looking at like following like Cameron Payne and like Duan Hernandez, and they both just like well some of their recent photos are just them like posing 
in gas stations, <laughs> like in front of like coolers of drinks or like look outside. at these sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, like Cameron Payne has a picture of him. No way. Juan Hernandez has a picture of him clearly at a um, like a service on not service Ontario like a en route. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Check out this uh, Wendy's. Yeah, and oh, Cameron Payne also has one you can see like a very Canadian-looking stop sign in the background. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like, okay, <laughs> that was your chance to go do something, and you did it. Oh, uh, have you what? seen uh, the breaking Patrick Patterson Bora Bora posts? Oh my god! Oh, well, he's on his honeymoon. Yeah. Oh man. The, the, the stingrays stingrays <laughs> <laughs> these do not look nice they have uh very stingy looking tails so uh, oh yeah a video everybody he's got an yeah. underwater video of stingrays he's going with uh i believe the waterproof gopro he's wearing a snorkel oh. and filming himself and now there are sharks this is very good <laughs> <laughs> um oh og og went if this is recent, OG was at the baseball game, but as you know, how mm-hmm. I feel about baseball. So that sucks. That's like the only thing he did this summer. Right, right. Yeah. But he's like a pretty low poster. Like you can still see yeah. in his top six photos the picture that he took last year on vacation, which was him texting on a beach in LA. <laughs> I do think as well with uh, with um with og considering all the time he missed at the end of the year it's probably a lot of rehab and like actually trying to like gain muscle back this summer like a pascal summer almost i suppose that's fair yeah uh he didn't quite get to revel in the uh into the joy i don't think quite as much no Um, but i think what happened is like the guys who did really carried it for the rest of the team yeah Um, and then some former raptors like jv had a really good vacation he always has some real weird ones yeah yeah Um, he attended a game. I don't know what the name of the ga- game is. It's a real sport where they play. It's kind of like croquet, not croquet, polo, but the dudes are on dirt bikes and they're kicking around a soccer ball. What? Yeah, there's like a, a league. <laughs> so he, he went to the game, a couple games this summer. Oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can get bored with that. Uh, it looked like uh, Chris Boucher was also pretty low key. He just went to Montreal, which is where he's from. I don't, I didn't see any other posts. Um, so disappointing there, I suppose. Terrence Davis was around a little bit, but mostly back and forth between Toronto and LA. Yeah, the the guys who I think really reveled in it were the guys who were like the main rotation guys. After that, I don't think there was quite as much vacation joy as maybe the title winners probably warranted, but. Mm-hmm. Got it. Got to work, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, you gotta work, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, but so I'll, I'll wrap this up. I'm still watching the Patrick Patterson shark and stingray video. It's very good. <laughs> but I do wonder if maybe it's uh, sponsored content because he shouts out GoPro in it. Um, he shouts that at underwater. What's that? No, like <laughs> in his post. It's like special <laughs> thanks to at GoPro. Oh, I, I pictured him shouting it underwater oh. <laughs> at the bottom of a pool. This is a very good video. It looks as though his wife is uh, very scared of the stingrays and is, like, jumping on him to try and get out of the water away from the stingrays. Uh, Fair. Lots of sharks. Uh, he's underwater with sharks, for sure, with this GoPro. Um, and then uh, there's a guy in, like, a loincloth. That's cool. <laughs> 
and then uh, yeah, some nice uh, serene views from his uh, villa in Bora Bora. I do think there's probably no other reason than his honeymoon that Patrick Patterson would miss Tiff. I do. I think he might be back. I think this might be documenting the like what has happened. Like it, it was. It, he's talking as though it's in the past tense, so maybe he's back and ready to go to Tiff. I hope so. He yeah. loves Tiff. He really does. Awesome. <laughs> uh, Katie, this was awesome. Thank you so much for uh, joining me on the dumb podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it was a blast. Where can people uh, check your stuff out right now? Um, well, it, I, <laughs> I'm going to be doing, I'm, I'm doing a lot more work for Dimeg on Uprox. So yeah. I'll be having um, more like weekly content as well as long form pieces there. Uh, if you haven't signed up for some reason for Basketball Feelings, which is now on Substack, come on over do it my newsletter it's very good Um, (laughs) and otherwise you can find me on twitter at whatevs amazing uh also you were on with joey and sean on round ball rock earlier this week oh yes fantastic gotta plug those guys yeah i guess they really are the best nba podcast people should listen to them it was very good um and uh yeah that's gonna do it thank you so much for listening to today's show it's been a, a nice week getting back three episodes this week it's like a record for the last couple months here uh and we'll get back, them out. yeah and we'll get back into the swing of things with more regular episodes next week of course as we get closer to media day i'm going to bring back the trivia tournament and close that thing out over the course of the next couple weeks here as well and uh that is going to do it please subscribe rate review all the places you get your podcasts as well and we will talk to you next time with another episode of locked on raptors <laughs> Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.